Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. I believe in this team and I believe in the city. That's why I'm especially proud to be the owner of the Oilers. Here's drilled him with a right hand, then missed with a wild right. Lands a right to the shoulder. A lot of work to do. My goal is to lead this team to become an elite team in the National Hockey League. This is Ryan Eugene Hopkins. This is Oscar Platt. This is Milan Lucic. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is oil country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers. 630 Chad. for joining you from the 6.30 Chad Studios. This is Oilers Now, brought to you by Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the digitex.ca e-commerce store. No need to spend your valuable time meeting with door-to-door sales reps. Your all-in-one convenient location in digitex.ca. Digitex.ca, Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology, software, IT, and supplies. Some changes. On the Edmonton Oilers front, that'll be a big part of our discussion on today's edition of Oilers Now. It was made official uh, to the public uh, this morning at 8.30. Uh, the Oilers organization held an internal um, staff meeting to announce that Bob Nicholson has become the chairman of the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club and Tom Anselmi has been hired as president and business operations and the chief operating officer. These moves allow Nicholson to devote his energies to the Oiler Entertainment Group's hockey franchises and growing sports business. Uh, 
where Oilers President of Hockey Operations and General Manager Ken Holland will continue to report to Nicholson and will continue to have full autonomy over all aspects of the Oilers uh, hockey operations. Nicholson will remain on board as the alternate governor for the team and will be the uh, primary liaison to Cates Group Chairman and Oilers owner Daryl Cates. As President of Business Operations and Chief Operating Officer in Selmy, we report to Kate's Group CEO, Jurgen Schreiber, and be responsible for all aspects of OEG's day-to-day business operations. So uh, this took place earlier today. Uh, Tom and Selmy will join us today at 105 in Oilers now. John Shannon, regular Monday contributor to the show at 12.35 today, will head off early into our Oilers Now audio vault for direct workwear where safety meets savings in Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online at directworkwear.com. Bob Nicholson says the new roles allow uh, for better focus. And I really get to focus more on the sports side of it uh, and a lot on hockey. And I really get to work with two great people, Ken Holland and uh, Tom. Uh, I've known Tom, and I just think our... Uh, with the three of us, along with all the other executives, will be way more focused uh, from Tom on the business side, myself to the sports side, and that's going to give us a lot more energy and a lot, lot clearer vision of where we can take this whole organization. Nicholson then added some additional comments explaining the new hierarchy within the Oilers Entertainment Group. Ken Holland has full authority on the Edmonton orders. I will, Ken will report up to myself. Uh, Tim Shifton's going to report up to myself. Um, you know, Kurt Hill with the, with the Oil King. So it'll be all of the hockey components up to myself working with Daryl Cates. Um, uh, we'll have alumni in there. Tom will look after all of the business within the organization. Uh, we're going to, uh, we talked about it. Uh, Tom and myself will work together uh, to try to grow all, all of the staff that are here, all parts of the organization. But before I had all the executives to every part reporting to me. So now Tom is taking over the business side of that. I'll take over the hockey along with uh, the foundation alumni. And we're also going to look at, as you know, Daryl uh, has a vision to grow this globally. And we're going to look at other uh, uh, sports uh, in North America and, uh, uh, and globally uh, over the next little while. And uh, we'll have that opportunity and time to do that at this time. That is the uh, chairman of the Oilers Entertainment Group, Bob Nicholson. And, you know, you just wonder about soccer. That's the one for me internationally. Uh, international hockey, perhaps. Uh, may, maybe some partnerships with some club teams, maybe taking on some club teams. I know that there's the profit margins are tight in some of those European markets. Uh, they fire coaches, frankly, uh, indiscriminately at times. But the fact of the matter is there have been places, like I know in the German League as an example, there was a couple of franchises that, that had beautiful new arenas and they ended up uh, not surviving. And, you know, you wonder, you know, do you get involved in the KHL? Do you get involved potentially in, in, in Sweden? Now the Swedish Hockey League, what was once known as the Swedish Elite League. I don't know. Maybe it'd be hockey. What about soccer? European football is massive for all of you that listen to the show. And I, I know there's a lot of you that hate soccer, but there's no, you, you can't ignore. Well, what do they have watching the uh, the European Championship there? About 600 million people or something like that between 
uh, when Liverpool played Tottenham a couple of weeks ago. Uh, so Bob Nicholson becomes the chairman. The Oilers had three vice chairs before Nicholson, Wayne Gretzky, and Kevin Lowe. And I got asked a lot of questions on Twitter and, frankly, uh, from some other individuals as well. Uh What's going to happen with Wayne Gretzky and Kevin Lowe? Is there a change in terms of the status of these guys? Bob Nicholson had these comments. Wayne Gretzky and Kevin Lowe are staying in this organization. You have two of the greatest players. Uh, you know, Wayne is an ambassador globally for the game, and everyone knows what Kevin uh, uh, means to this city. They will not be involved in uh, decisions on hockey operations, but, you know, I know Tom's looking forward to. Um, being able to, he knows Wayne and Kevin, but be able to utilize them. And I know that uh, from the alumni side, in ma- many different ways, that uh, Kevin and Wayne will be used, but uh, they won't be uh, making decisions either on the Oilers or Oil Kings, but uh, they certainly will have a huge impact on this organization as they have already and will in the future. After uh, Bob Nicholson made that comment, uh, Tom M. Selmy, uh, added some additional thoughts uh, talking about having heritage players like that around the organization from his days in Toronto. When I was in Toronto, I had Daryl Sittler and Wendell Clark doing the exact same thing. And, you know, when you've got players like that that have given what they've given to the organization, the organization has to have a relationship with them. You know, do, do they run the business? No. Do they run the hockey team? No. Do they in, Are they involved operationally? No. But are they an important asset and an important connection with your fan base? Absolutely. Why wouldn't you want that attached to you and and so we'll continue to and 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 uh, and uh, and and it's, 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 there's, there's no other way to do it it's, it's just it's, they're so valuable for an and sell me uh, he says better fan experience uh, starts with the on ice product and ain't that the truth uh, there's no- uh, yeah it isn't there's an old saying. We'll get to that momentarily, Brendan. Brendan, you are hot on it today. It's a Monday. There's an old saying in sport. There's winning, and then there's misery. So, again, here's Tom M. Selney saying there's a better fan experience starting with the on-ice product. Uh, yeah, it is under my umbrella. And, uh, and listen, I've, I've been to a lot of buildings around North America and, and even around the world, and this is one of the best. And, you know, but at the end of the day, the building's bricks and mortar, and it's about what's going on in the building. And so, you know, this isn't a multiple-choice test. You've got to check all the boxes. We've got to get the team right. We've got to do a great job with our fans. Uh, and I've only been to one, one game here uh, a couple of years ago, so, so I don't really have a good feel for it. But, uh, uh, you know, my, my, my sense is, you know, it's the old saying, right? The hot dog never tastes as good if you don't win. And, and you know, we've got to get the team right. That's that's the engine that drives everything. And it makes everybody's job a lot easier, right? And, uh, you know, and then we've just got to have really well-trained people who and, and who are experts in hospitality. Uh, you know, I talked to the staff this morning. We've got to be the place where everybody wants to work in the NHL. We've got to be the place where everybody wants to play in the NHL. Because if you get the, get it right with your people, you, you know, happy people equals happy customers. And, and that's been proven a hundred times with great businesses we need to be a great business and I think we're pretty darn good I'm is my guess uh, I don't really know um, but you know when you've just gone through the metamorphosis that this organization's gone through building a building like this and this ambitious project and everything you're just not there yet you know it, you know you're, you, you you first learn to survive and then you learn to figure it out and then you learn to thrive and and uh, I think with a little bit of luck and a little bit of what Bob and Kenny are doing you know if these the stars to start to come together, people are going to have a lot of fun here. All right, that is uh, Tom 
in Selmy. And again, uh, we're in the Oilers Now Audio Vault, brought to you by Direct Workwear, where safety meets savings in Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online at directworkwear.com. And then Selmy added some additional comments about uh, there was a question asked, I believe it was Min from uh, CBC asked a question about trust and where the trust level was at with the fans here in oil country. I've been around sports long enough to know that if you don't make the playoffs, they're usually telling you that you suck. And if you make the playoffs, they're telling you they're happy. You know, so we'll start with that premise and we're going to focus on getting back in the playoffs as soon as possible. Um, but, um, you know, I think, uh, I think uh, you know, trust is really about doing what you say you're going to do and doing the right things and a fan feeling that they're valued and, and feeling that you, that, that you have their interests at heart. And, uh, um, you know, my most of my career that's that's generally been uh, not that difficult to do it's about having the right people and saying the right things and you know communication is an interesting thing nowadays right and you know we all talk about being great communicators and organizations need to communicate and things like that but uh, the level of excellence required as a communicator now you know everything has an impact on you and your brand and your perception because of social media because of you know digital media and all that kind of things so you know we and I don't know maybe we are great communicators. I, I don't know. I'm just saying. But if you're going to succeed in this industry now, you've got to be an exceptional communicator. You've got to be on message all the time. Tim's listening. Eh? You got to be on message all the time. You've got to you've got to say the right things and say what you mean and say what people want to hear and tell them the truth. And if you do that, you have trust. And then just deliver the goods. All right, that's uh, Tom and Selmy. Uh, more coming up with him at uh, 105 today again. Uh, he is hired as President of Business Operations and uh, Chief Operating Officer for the Oilers. He's going to run the business side. Bob Nicholson uh, becomes the chairman of the Edmonton Oilers uh, Hockey Club, the Oilers Entertainment Group. Uh, so that's sort of the news on the day of the Oilers front. There have been a couple different... Uh, I know we got a lot of discussion. We're going to completely switch focus here and talk uh, briefly about uh, Elliot Friedman's appearance Friday in Oilers now. He brought up the fact that the Edmonton Oilers were... Uh, there was conversations around James Neal of the Calgary Flames. There was a lot Friday night about Louis Erickson of the uh, Vancouver Canucks. And this all is a whirlwind around a guy by the name of Milan Lucic, who, by the way, I believe is in Europe today. Um, we'll see what transpires with Lucic moving forward. Um, you know, where there's smoke, sometimes there's fire. Uh, some of it's interesting because if you'd looked at the shot analytics, so the Corsi analytics or the Fenwick, I, I would suggest to you. And I, I saw a tweet from uh, Wood Guy Darcy McLeod yesterday, and you know you take a look at the shot metrics for Milan Lucic, and they were decent. But you look at the goal share for Milan Lucic, and there were some struggles. Uh, in the case of James Neal, he did not make the impact in Calgary last year that he was hoping. In the case of Louis Erickson. Uh, it's been the same term length so far as one Milan Lucic in Edmonton. So he spent three years in Vancouver. Lucic three years with the Oilers. Uh, and I would say that uh, it's, I think it'd be fair to say Louis Erickson has been even less impactful in Vancouver than the Oilers, uh, you know, have gotten out of Milan to this point. The one thing that needs to be stated is Lucic has been a cooler for the Oilers. He has limited the cheap shots on their top end guys. I don't think there's any debate. If you're... I'm just going to tell you, like, I'm there. I'm around day-to-day, been at every game, and there were some liberties taken at the Oilers in the past, and yes, the game has changed and moved away from that, but it's been lessened. And for those of you that 
believe that to be the case, that Lucic has, you know, certainly eased some of the uh, after-the-whistle, face-washing sort of stuff. Um, I think it's a truism. So how is this going to play out? I'm not sure. Some of the players have no movement. Uh, I think, Neil, if I was to bet on one of the three players being able to bounce back offensively, I would say it would be James Neal. Is there one player that definitely can provide a, an intimidating role? Unquestionably, Milan Lucic. For those of you that are Lucic haters, never liked the contract in the first place, it probably does, you know, if I sit there and say, well, he's, you know, he's, he's the crap that the top-end guys have dealt with, you probably don't believe me. So, you know, it is what it is on that uh, regard. Uh, so we'll see how this plays out over the course of the next week to 10 days. I do think, frankly, there would be an appetite in Vancouver for Milan Lucic. Just the sense I get. I believe there would be an appetite for him. Louis Erickson, what's the dimension? James Neal, is there a dimension there? I think you could sit there and say, like, Brendan, I'm going to bring you into this right now. James Neal's had like 10 or 11 20-goal seasons in the NHL. Like, he's one year removed from having a pretty good year. I went for him badly last year in Calgary. Erickson's had three poor offensive campaigns in a row. So, to me, I think Neal would be the more intriguing of the two players. However, would you want Milan Lucic traded to Calgary? Some would say it doesn't matter. Just get him out of here. Like, some people would say that. Others would say, no, you have something with him. So give me your thoughts. Go for it, Brendan. I think with Neil, you get a similar brand of leadership. You get somebody else who's been there and and somebody else with cup experience, for example. So you don't lose much in that regard. Uh, We looked at this on Friday, and when Neil changed, there was the first trade. I believe it was from Dallas to Pittsburgh. Don't quote me on that one, but uh, spot A to spot B. It was a serious drop-off. He put up like six points in the first 20 games that he played there. So maybe he just had some trouble adjusting. Three-month rule. That's the rule. Takes players three months to get used to a new environment, right? There you go. So, I mean, like you said, he's the best bet to bounce back offensively. Of I don't course, think there's any of those three players that's not even close who's the best bounce back. Right. Uh, Erickson, I don't know what's left there. You might get a, a reasonable two-way forward, but it, at that point, you may as well just stand pat with Lucic, in my opinion. It's, this is going to be an interesting situation to play out here moving forward. All right, it is 12-23 in Edmonton. This is Oilers Now. We're going to take a timeout when we come back. Brendan will have NHL today for elite promotion marketing. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Ched. Coming up at uh, 135 today, I'm going to put out my top eight. That's right, my top eight for the upcoming NHL entry draft is part of a event that you have the opportunity to be a part of with AMJ Campbell, so stay tuned. Uh, with that. The King of the North has tweeted at us. That's AKA RCN, smart uh, tweeter. Bob Louis Erickson would help out on the PK. Obviously, Tippett would know him a bit. He's uh, one year less uh, remaining in his deal than Milan Lucic, which is easier to move or eat and buy out a year down the road if necessary. Maybe even get lucky and buy down another guy making $6 million with one year less than Louis. And I know there's people in Vancouver that say the Oilers should have to give a sweetener if there was a straight-up deal done for Erickson for uh, Lucic. Without further ado, let's go to NHL Today, brought to you by Elite Promotional Marketing. Do your clients love the outdoors? Get them the hottest summer gear like branded camping chairs, coolers, and more. Here's Brendan Escott. Thanks, Bob. Well, the Stanley Cup final 
will have a Game 7 for the first time since 2011 when the Bruins beat the Canucks in Vancouver. Boston handled St. Louis 5-1 last night to force that decisive game, which takes place in Boston on Wednesday and live right here on 6.30, Chad, at 6 p.m. Connor McDavid, John Tavares, Connor Hellebuck, James Van Riemsdyk, and Ron Hainsey will all represent the NHLPA tomorrow at the competition committee meeting in Toronto. One of the main discussion points is expected to be expanding video review. The Los Angeles Kings signing 2018 sixth-rounder Johan Sodergrand to a three-year entry-level contract. The Ottawa Senators signing Nick Ebert, a defenseman, to a one-year two-way contract worth $700,000. He did play in the Swedish Hockey League last year, putting up 33 and 49 games. Former Oil King captain and Edmonton product Aaron Irving has signed in Sweden on a two-year deal. He spent last year in Norway. Over the weekend, projected wow, lottery you pick. Went, you went mm-hmm. deep down the path if you brought in Aaron Irving. Into Absolutely. It. Hey, Twitter's a wonderful world. His Mom. father's probably <laughs> listening to the show right now, by the way. He's a great guy. Uh, lottery pick Peyton Krebs tore his Achilles tendon over the weekend, or rather it was slashed. A skate cut through his Kevlar sock into his tendon. He is expected to return as uh, possibly as early as early this upcoming season. And finally, the Carolina Hurricanes farm team, the Charlotte Checkers, won the Calder Cup. 5-3 win in Game 5, beating the Vegas Golden Knights farm team, the Chicago Wolves. Uh, so four straight games to wrap up that uh, that series, Bob. Their first championship in franchise history. All right, so Rocky Thompson's squad loses in the final after knocking off Dallas Akins, and we still don't have a head coach in Anaheim. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Cassandra Jodoin. And when we come back on Oilers Now, John Shannon from NHL Hockey and Rogers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer Weekdays at noon. On Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.